Hello, my name is Caleb Walgren with the Brody Sports Talk Weekend Preview for June 25th through 27th. This is a quick preview to let you know what's going on in the world of sports. We're going to go ahead and start with Major League Baseball. We're going to go down by the bay where the watermelon grow to the series between the Oakland Athletics and the San Francisco Giants. It's a very exciting series, actually, with the A's two games back of the streaking hot Houston Astros as the Astros have won 11 in a row to take command of the AL West. And the Giants are still ahead of everyone in the NL West, currently holding a four-game lead on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Both teams have fantastic records. The athlete Athletics are 15 games over 500 at 46 and 31, and the Giants are fantastic at 48 and 26. So rest assured, whatever is happening in these games, it is going to be an exciting weekend. First. On Friday, you're going to see Sean Manea going up against Johnny Cueto. Now, I do think that this matchup favors the Athletics, as Manea has a whole run lower on his ERA, and he has nearly double the strikeouts that Cueto has. Go ahead and circle the Athletics taking the first one in this series, in my opinion. Next on Saturday is a more evenly matched game between Frankie Montes and Alex Wood. I'm going to go ahead and stick with a lefty, though, in this one and say that the Giants with Alex Wood on the mound are going to go ahead and take care of business on Saturday. Last but not least, there is the rubber game between Cole Irvin and Sammy Long. Now, Sammy Long has not played much in the league at all. I show that as far as he is concerned, we have him down for just 15 innings pitched this year and a total of 16 strikeouts. So it's going to be very interesting. He's definitely an unproven pitcher. But Cole Irvin has more starts under his belt, but just doesn't seem to have been able to prove quite as much. I'm going to go ahead and take the unproven Giant and say that the Giants being at home are going to take two out of three in this series and find a way to keep that pace in the competitive NL West. Next up, going over to the College World Series. It is crazy some of the things that are happening over there, but I know Friday afternoon there's going to be a game between NC State and Vanderbilt. They played each other on Monday. NC State ended up with a one nothing win. With after breaking up a no-hitter with a home run in the fifth inning. Now, Vanderbilt has fantastic pitching. They just eked out a win over Stanford to make it here. But Vanderbilt has the arms to be able to win Friday and Saturday. So NC State's really going to want to put this one away and not let it happen to go to another game. Because if NC State wins on Friday, they just automatically advance to playing on Monday night. On the other side of the bracket, we're still awaiting a result from a rain-delayed game on Thursday night between Virginia and Texas. That game is tied up at two going into the sixth inning. And the winner of that game is going to have to face a Mississippi State team that has just 
one-by-one run in each of its first two outings here at the College World Series, including a major come-from-behind win on Tuesday night against the Virginia Cavaliers. Obviously, I think Virginia would love to get back and have a chance to avenge themselves, and Texas is the highest-ranked team in the tournament. So both of them definitely have a chance, but Mississippi State will play the winner of that game Friday on June 25th, and if Mississippi State drops that game, they will play on Saturday night. So lots of things going on, lots of potential schedules because it's a double elimination tournament and teams are coming from the winners and loser side of the bracket. Next up, going over to the NHL, we have one team in the Stanley Cup Finals after tonight, which is the Montreal Canadiens. Congratulations to the city of Montreal and the Canadiens for being able to make the Stanley Cup Finals, even though you really were not really expected to be here. You kind of showed up hot in the playoffs and more power to you. The big question for Friday night's game between the Islanders and the Lightning, though, is it is a game seven and we need to know, will Nikita Kucherov actually be able to play? Uh, He has eight points in the series, all from assists, and he is such a dynamic player that it would be really tough to see the Lightning as strong as they could be without him. Now, the last time that they played in Tampa, the Lightning won eight to nothing. I don't expect that to happen again. I think that Barzal is going to definitely have something to say about that. For the Islanders, he's a young guy from British Columbia, former first-round pick for the Islanders. And I think that it's going to be a competitive game. But all in all, I'm going to lean with the favorite on this one. I expect the Lightning to end up taking this one. Give me them in like a 3-2 to two win. I feel like five goals has been pretty common in this series. And I think that, that will be enough for Tampa to host game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. Next up in the NBA playoffs, we have games two and three for Friday and Sunday between the Hawks and the Bucks. Trey Young did his thing in game one, and he is definitely a man to watch as he just seems to have his hands on all sorts of things for the Atlanta Hawks. It's going to be interesting to see what the Bucks will do in that playoff chess match as they have to find an answer for him. Who's going to really be able to shut him down? I don't know who that's going to be, but they've got to find something, even though it was a very close game one. And meanwhile, we will on Saturday get game four between the Suns and the Clippers, as the Clippers just seem to keep fighting back from 2-0 deficits and then advancing. I know the Suns did get a 2-0 series lead, but the Clippers took game three, and, you know, Paul George is playing some of the best playoff basketball. I think that what he is doing with Reggie Jackson has been fantastic, and it's really kind of his odd dichotomy of being able to play well and excellent without your primary superstar in Kawhi Leonard. But that's why you want to have multiple stars on your team. One gets hurt in the playoffs, the other one just has to step up and take over the series. Last but not least, there is some really great games going on in Euro 2021 as we have finished the group stage and are going to the round of 16. It starts this Saturday as the Wales will take on Denmark. Wales and Denmark both finished second in their group, 
And it's going to be interesting to see if Denmark is really able to bounce back. They looked really great in their final match as they beat Russia 4-1. to one, And Russia's only goal was on a penalty kick. Um, in general, with everything that has happened with Christian Eriksen, you've got to be rooting for the Danes a little bit to just be able to pull this one off and make it to the next round. The other matchup on Saturday is between Italy and Austria. And I've got to say, Italy has just been dominant so far in this tournament. They've won all three games. That game is going to be happening in London, so it'll be Italy's first time not playing in Rome during this tournament. But I think that Italy is good enough to go ahead and get the job done. While they were going through Group A, they scored seven goals and didn't allow any. That's a nice load of clean sheets going up against even teams like Turkey and Switzerland and Wales. And I think that they're going to just be able to at least, I don't necessarily say cruise in the opener, but I think they'll win it two to nothing. Next up on Sunday's games, they have the Netherlands versus the Czech Republic. The Netherlands is another team that swept their group. The Czechs finished third in a difficult group D. I think that the Netherlands is just a a stronger team. Uh, They scored eight goals, only allowed two, won every game in their group, and they're just going to be able to go and outpace the Czechs. Uh, You got to keep an eye out for Schick for the Czechs. He has three goals in this tournament, and he really has been their star player, and it will be interesting to see if he can find something to get behind the Dutch in that matchup. And probably the best matchup for the weekend is between Belgium and Portugal. Belgium won Group B, and Portugal eked out in Group F, but Group F was pretty much the group of death in this tournament. Uh, We all know Portugal's best player is Cristiano Ronaldo. He has five goals in this tournament. He's probably going to find the net at least once, if not twice, against Belgium. Belgium's going to have to find a way to get some goals. They do have arguably the best player in the world in Kevin De Bruyne. They also have uh, Lukaku on the team. And uh, I just think that what he is able to do is fantastic. I'm going to go ahead and say that Portugal gets bounced from the tournament. So the four I'm taking are Denmark, Italy, Netherlands, and Belgium. Friends, I do want to thank you for listening to another edition of the Weekend Preview. And I hope that y'all have a great weekend. Bye.